in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Peltner. We have a full program waiting for you today, so stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The news with Nina Paula. Berlin. The confidence of the German consumer has dropped this month to 3.9 points, nearly half of the index 7.4 points as recorded last year. The reasons are the rising food and energy prices. The figure marked the lowest level since December 2005. Rising fears of inflation combined with a sustained crisis in the financial markets, a strong euro and a weaker global economy mean that consumers lose their faith in a possible economic growth, an analyst said. Berlin. German politicians of the opposition want nuclear weapons out of the country. They follow a report which says that some of those weapons may not be properly safeguarded. Guido Westerwelle, head of the pro-business Free Democratic Party, FDP, said, atomic weapons in Germany are relics of the Cold War and need to go. Before, on the website of the Federation of American Scientists, an article was published that states that most nuclear weapons sites in Europe fail to meet US Department of Defense security standards and that several of the sites required significant additional resources. Leipzig A solar power plant described by its operators as the biggest in the world has begun generating electricity. The Waldpolen Solar Park in the former GDR will be capable of feeding 40 megawatts into the power grid when fully operational in 2009. The eastern part of Germany is one of the forerunners of solar energy in the country. Three of the world's 50 biggest solar parks are located near Leipzig. Frankfurt. The owners of German coffee maker Chibo are getting together with Germany's largest women's luxury fashion brand Iskada. They have agreed with Escada to acquire a significant minority stake in the German fashion house. Media reports have put the stake at 12%. Earlier this month, Escada said it expected to post a loss this year. Chibo is also known for selling cheap clothes. Now maybe especially women will hope that they sometime will benefit from the fusion of the coffee maker and the luxury fashion brand. München. It may sound funny, but for some Bavarian and Austrian men, finger wrestling is no joke. Every year, expert finger wrestlers battle it out to be crowned the Bavarian, German or international Alpine country champion. The championships are held in Olstadt, a little village in Upper Bavaria. The practitioners of finger hakeln, finger wrestling, take it very seriously. So seriously that they crush tennis balls with their hands, others do pull-ups with only their middle fingers. The winner of the contest finally is the one who pulls the other contestant across the table using only his finger. Fußball Soccer, the European Championship, is in its final days and on Wednesday there was the big battle between Germany and Turkey. It was a huge event all over Germany with 500,000 fans in Berlin at the Brandenburg Gate, 
tens of thousands in Hamburg, Munich, Frankfurt, Cologne and it was mostly peaceful. German and Turkish fans celebrated together and as the Turkish and the German state secretaries put it, the final result on the field couldn't harm the German-Turkish relations. Many companies like Daimler-Benz closed down its factory lines for the game to give their workers a chance to view this historical battle between the two teams. You have to know that the third biggest Turkish city is Berlin after Istanbul and Ankara. And millions of Turks have been living in Germany for decades. So it was a game between friends. The game itself was nerve-wracking to the last minute. Not just because of the action of the field, but also because of some power failure at the UEFA headquarters in Vienna that resulted in a lost signal over here. The final result 3-2 for Germany, meaning Germany will play on Sunday in the final. After the game I called our Radio Goethe reporter Nina Paula on her cell phone. She was partying in Nuremberg. Nina, you are in Nuremberg. What's going on right now there? Oh, it's just a very, very, very big party. The biggest party since the uh, World Cup. People are celebrating. Uh, it's, it's just fantastic. They are in a very, very happy mood and so, so I am. So is it very friendly? Is it peaceful? What do you see there? Describe it a little bit, please. Oh yeah, it's friendly, it's peaceful. And uh, when we drove here with our car, we, see, uh, we saw so many t Turkish people waving with their flags too and uh, and clapping their hands for us. And it is very, very uh, respectful, everything. What I see here is a very big party. Um, I see the, the main street here. It's the Frauentor, Graben. And uh, usually you drive a lot of cars uh, through the day. And now it's, everything is closed here. There are only people walking through the streets, waving the flag, celebrating, singing, flying Germany, Deutschland, Deutschland. And um, just uh, right beside me, there is a DJ playing nice music. And people are dancing. And I think there are Turkish people, there are German people, there are every kind of people. It's a very nice party here. So how was the atmosphere today in, in Nuremberg and in Germany? Did people celebrate already during the day? Oh, I don't know. I think there were, it, it was really calm. When I, when I drove to France, I watched this game. It was about seven, half past seven in the evening. And um, they were, it was very, very uh, silent everywhere. And I think there were just, there was tension. I think there were intention waiting for the game. But it was just peaceful here. So how many people do you think are there right now in the square in, in Nuremberg? <laughs> Good question. I don't know. I really don't know. I, it's impossible to say because I, I see only a part of all the celebration. But perhaps 100 people? I don't know. 100 people? 000? How many people? 100,000 people. 100,000 or perhaps 500,000. It's impossible to say at the moment. I think the police will, will tell us tomorrow. So, but the police is there and everything is peaceful and you see a lot of German flags around, right? Yes, yes. The police is there um, and, and the people are very, very uh, friendly, happy. Of course, they have some, some beer with them, but, but it's not that I, I met someone who was drunk or or unfriendly, Sachmann is unfriendly, was not friendly. And um, yeah, I think it's a peaceful night and everybody is celebrating and I hope this will be 
will stay, uh, yeah. What I, yeah, yes. what I think is surprising is you're a woman, you're not a big soccer fan, but apparently a lot of women are out there too celebrating. Is this true? Yeah, yeah, it's true. When I was today in a supermarket to buy some soccer stuff, I was there standing with three women. There were no men. And when I watch here, there are a lot of women. And they are dancing and happy. And when I watched the game, um, the last game uh, for Germany and Austria, there were a lot of women in the crowded uh, public viewing area. And um, I think it's now more women thing. So, so are you, uh, is Germany in a soccer fever right now? And what are you going to do on Sunday for the final? Oh, I'm very much in a soccer fever. The only thing I have forgotten today is my flag. The only flag I have is French flag. I don't need this anymore, I think. Um, and on Sunday, I think I will go to a public viewing. This is, this is much more fun than staying at home, having a beer or being with friends. That's great, too. But I think public viewing is the most funniest thing. But you have to be there, I think, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon because when the game starts at uh, a quarter to nine, the, the areas will be crowded from, from afternoon on. So, so people were talking already over here in the United States and Canada as well about the great atmosphere that Germany had in 2006 for the World Cup. Is the feeling kind of like the same as for the World Cup in 2006 in Germany? Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely like that. I think people have waited for that. I, I didn't know that they are going to celebrate the same way like at the World Cup, and it's the same. It's not the final, it's the the semi-final and here is the celebration like we are already uh, champion, world champion. They are celebrating like we are already world champion. Okay, Nina, take care of yourself and come home safely, okay, tonight? I try, thank you. Eins und zwei und drei und vier und fünfzig, vierundsiebzig, neunzig, zweitausendsechs, ja, so stimmen wir alle ein. Mit dem Herz in der Hand und der Leidenschaft im Bein werden wir Weltmeister sein. Wir haben nicht die höchste Spielkultur, sind nicht gerade filigran. Doch wir haben Träume und Visionen und in der Hinterhand einen Masterplan. Für unsere langen Wege aus der Krise und aus der Depression lautet die Devise nichts wie rauf auf den Fußballton und zwei und drei und vier und fünfzig, vierundsiebzig, neunzig, zweitausendsechs ja so stimmen wir alle ein mit dem Herz in der Hand und der Leidenschaft im Bein werden wir Weltmeister sein die ganze Welt Mal war's Glück, beim dritten Mal der Verdienst.
1990, 2006 Ja, so stimmen wir alle ein Mit dem Herz in der Hand und der Leidenschaft im Bein Werden wir Weltmeister sein 54, 74, 90, 2006 Ja, so stimmen wir alle ein Mit dem Herz in der Hand und der Leidenschaft im Bein Werden wir Weltmeister sein If you are a regular listener of Radio Goethe magazine, you probably know that my hometown Nuremberg and Atlanta have a glowing city partnership. For now 10 years, both cities are connected and the partnership is getting stronger. Atlanta is impressed by the numerous human rights efforts made by the city of Nuremberg and notices thereby a particular commonality. Atlanta, earlier associated mainly with slavery, has developed into the center of the black civil rights movement. A further parallel, Atlanta was completely destroyed during the Civil War and had to be rebuilt. Nuremberg suffered the same fate during the Second World War. One part of the partnership between both cities is a regular exchange program for students. Radio Goethe reporter Nina Paula met Paul from Atlanta, who spent two weeks in Nuremberg living with a friendly host family. He and the son of the family, Patrick, have become close friends. Okay, I'm uh, Paul Strakowski. I am 17 years old. I I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I attend Chambly uh, High School in, uh, you know, Chambly in Atlanta. And uh, I guess in my, I love to play baseball, I play for my school team. And uh, I'm here on this trip because uh, I've been taking German through my uh, schools for about, I think, six years now. And, you know, this is great because we now can finally come and kind of test our skills in the actual, you know, native uh, like land and it's, it's just a great you know experience overall so and now you're here with this exchange program between nuremberg and atlanta what kind of exchange program is this can you tell us something about this uh it's one that's i think been going on for about 10 years now i think that's what patrick said and uh, it's basically that in the uh every october or so the uh, germans will come to atlanta and it's during our homecoming week so they can since they don't really have a homecoming or prom here in deutschland they uh can get to you know experience that for the first time and get to come see the city and everything and then over the summer while they're still in school and we have you know ferry and we can get to, uh come over here and really experience uh german uh deutschland for like the first time so it's the first time you're here? Um, yes, for me it's the first time. For others, it's, uh, you know, I think Ennis had already been here, I think, two or three times and or so. So it's not mandatory that it has to be your first time here. But it's a good, it's a good first time experience thing. So, that, like, you know, you're with a good program and event, events are already set up. So I thought it was good for my first time. Okay, that's what I wanted to ask you. How is your first time? How is it here? How do you like it? Oh, I mean, I love it here. I mean, it's just, it's it's very different from, you know, America. And it's good to, you know, like you kind of, you can have the, a little picture in your head about, you know, like Nuremberg or Germany when, you know, like when you're at home, you know, like thinking about it. But then when you come and you actually experience and you can actually like paint an actual picture and see everything, it's pretty incredible. What kind of picture you had from Nuremberg before you came here? Well, I mean, with the, it's kind of like I looked at his English textbooks. Our German textbooks are kind of outdated. So you have kind of a, like, an, 
like more of the old how things used to be kind of like an old style version of you know like the late almost the more of the stereotypical view of it and then when you come and you can see the actual modern like how it's just really cool it's more yeah you, you, you read something about in in the history books about nuremberg or you only saw pictures of the city or or how was uh, this it was yeah it was the pictures you know in the city of the textbook and stuff and so you know they're pretty old pictures and so you know and then when you come and you see all like the new you know i guess new stores and everything and the new actual houses and everything and it's just it's cool but all that here must be very little for you oh the uh, all the oh yes compared yes compared to atlanta it is a pretty small city and so i guess that was good to get you know i guess it's good to come to a small you know city over here first like I guess you said you went to New York for your first time, and that, I mean, that's such a hectic city. And so it's kind of, you know, you're going to start small, that way you then you don't want to, like, freak yourself out coming to, like, I guess Berlin or something the first time, and everything just hits you so quick. I guess that's why I liked Nuremberg so much, so it was pretty calming and relaxing. And did you prepare yourself what uh, regarding the historical things that happened here in Nuremberg? You know, we've studied the Nuremberg trials and everything, but probably not as much as I should have because I mean this city has such rich history and like so I think maybe it would have done me a little better if I could have I guess that's my fault but it would have been I guess cooler to have known a little more going in but I mean it was cool to kind of see everything when I and learn everything when I got here so regardless I think it worked out fine <laughs> what was the first thing you visited or you saw when you when you came here in to Nuremberg Let's see, what was the first thing we visited? I think it, we, we got the school, I think the, like the next, very next day. And then we went to the alt, you know, the Altstadt here and that was cool. You know, we got to ride the U-Bahn, which is, you know, that its own, its own experience, you know. And then we got to go see the Innerstadt and everything. And it oh, was so beautiful and it was like, right in the middle of the day, so it was like almost practically empty, so we kind of almost had the place to ourselves, so that was fun. Uh, you, you said um, here it's very different in comparison to Atlanta. What is so different? Well, I mean, we can just take the, you know, the food, for example. I mean, like back home, you know, we got like the varsity, you know, we're like, we fry everything, you know, some good old southern cooking, like some barbecue, and then here, you know, we got I mean, we had fresh, like, food, like, every day, like, you know, like, I guess my mom, she goes to the grocery store, like, once a week, and, you know, Frau Nikki, Patrick's mom, she, I mean, she went, like, every day to get us fresh brochin on fruit, and, you know, it's just, I mean, that was very good. Did you go to school here the two weeks? No, or, or how, how, how were the two weeks organized? Uh, we didn't actually, we, it was more of a, from, a, like, a, audience kind of expect you know thing like we didn't actually attend the classes and get grades or like participate in that way but we were able to listen in and help with class discussions and stuff and get the same worksheets and so and see what they were doing it was kind of the same thing that they did when they uh came to atlanta but it wasn't like we actually were attending the school and uh you had to to talk in german here oh uh, it was actually not mandatory that 
we uh, had to talk in German, but you know, I've had friends that have done this program uh, previously, and they said that you know, it really is not going to you're not going to get the same full effect if you don't you know try and speak in German. And I totally, I mean, like, I really think I improved my German by you know actually hearing other Germans actually speak it, and it was really cool. But two weeks are very short. Yes, two weeks are short, but you know, when you've you know had like you've never actually heard. German in its like native, you know, land being spoken, then when you come here, you know, two weeks is just the right amount of time. What did you learn about this city here, uh, this German city, Nuremberg? Uh, I learned, you know, that it has such a rich history that, uh, you know, I thought it was just a, just a small little town, you know, no one really, I, got, I was like, no, I haven't really heard of that before. And then, you know, when you get here, you see that it was actually, a, it's much more important and bigger and kind of internationally inclined than you actually think. And so that was kind of a big surprise for me. And what did you learn about Germany? Uh, about Germany, I, you know, I guess I learned that, well, it seems, you know, really, it seems pretty, you know, like very different from America at first, that you can kind of see the similarities in between. So I think that was kind of cool seeing those. Uh, what would you tell your friends and family when you arrive at home tomorrow about here? Uh, well, I think I'm going to probably have to tell them first off about all the, the football games, or the soccer games here. So, uh, I mean, those were just, those were great. I mean, it's, that, you got to see a real nationalistic pride for, I mean, coming from those football games, something that, you know, you don't usually see here every day, or at least something I didn't notice every day and that was I mean you just you like everyone would just you know after they won and beat Portugal I mean everyone just everyone was crowded at Ubon's and we were they all partying and like everyone was your brother you could just go high-five like everyone and it was just so cool yeah and, and the Americans don't know this public viewing thing isn't it oh I mean we have some but it's not it's not nearly the same as you know the football games here so yeah <laughs> it's a big party. Yes, it's a giant party, and it's just awesome. <laughs> Could you imagine to live here, or, or do you say, no, I'm American, I want to be at home? Uh, or you're cosmopolitan, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a part of me that, you know, says it would be, like, really cool to live here, and then there's another part that's, like, you know, just like you said, like, you know, uh, you know born and raised American, and I just, you know, I just, I love America, I guess. Like it's, I don't want to sound like, I, you know, all like that, but it's just, I love Atlanta. It's one of the best cities that I've ever known. And I just I don't, can't really see myself leaving there. But uh, would you recommend uh, other Americans to, to watch Germany, to visit Germany, to, to, to meet people here? Oh, of course. I mean, it would be, I mean, I haven't been anywhere else in Europe, so I can't, I don't really have anywhere else to compare it to, but I mean, even without that, I would still recommend going there first because, I mean, it was such a great experience. When you planned your trip uh, to go here, um, did you talk with uh, friends in America and perhaps they said, oh, Germany, I think it's boring? I don't know if there are prejudices like that. Uh, no, there are actually no prejudices like that that I've known, could see or anything. I mean, we all were actually, you know, I did talk to all the people that had already gone on this trip and come last year and so and so that was really good because they gave me some tips and pointers about 
you know, what, what good foods to eat, you know, like what not to do and all, all those fun stuff. So, yeah. Um, what would you miss the most when you're leaving? What would I miss the most? I guess I I guess I'm gonna miss Patrick the most. I mean, I mean, this we've really gotten to know each other from this thing, and I really I'm gonna miss him. He's a great guy, and I really hope I get to come back later, or you know he can come to Atlanta more because I think we're gonna be lifelong friends. You know, my dad had a friend that participated in the exchange program I guess a long time ago. And he said that he's st still keeping in touch with his friend, I guess, like some 30 or 40 years later. And I just think that'd be awesome if me and Patrick could, you know, keep in touch that long. That was today's Radio Goethe magazine. Thanks for listening and please find us online at radiogoethe.org. I'm Arndt Peltner.